Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Have you ever considered that we are living in a unique time? That something world changing is about to happen? And that it might concern you? If so, you're in the right place. Keep listening, and you'll hear thought-provoking views behind the news that point to a new and better future for all. Many people now sense that humanity is not alone. So consider this. If the Christ or the Buddha walked among us today as modern men, would we recognize them? What would they be saying? And most importantly, would we listen? Every Sunday on this program, Share International Radio, We'll examine extraordinary events that are unfolding behind the headline news. This may be the message of hope you've been waiting for. And now, welcome to this week's show. Welcome to the show. This is Cher on the Air Radio. I am Cielito Pasquale, podcasting from Seattle, Washington, and I want to welcome our listeners throughout North America and around the world, we're getting so many followers on Facebook, and many of you are responding to a, an image that you're seeing that says, if the Christ or Buddha walked among us, would you recognize him? And that is the part of an extraordinary message we present on this show every Sunday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time. 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Ohm Times Radio, and I'm so glad you're joining us. This We present this in the spirit of presenting a message of hope, and uh, that's definitely so uh, badly needed today. And I also want to say that this, is, this information is for your consideration only. Explore it. Decide for yourself. Investigate the details. Um, this podcast presents information coming from the esoteric author Benjamin Krem. And so there's so much information you can find online at the primary website, which is share-international.org. You will find uh, articles, you will find free book downloads, you will find video, you will find audio, everything to give you a background on what many call the biggest story of all time, and that is the emergence of Maitreya, the world teacher, and his group, the Masters of Wisdom, who I personally like to call, I like to refer to Maitreya as the eldest brother of humanity. Um, if you want to hear an introduction Uh, our introductory episode with all of this information, I will direct you to our October 11th and October 18th show from 2015. We're celebrating one year on the air. 
And uh, my guest on those two shows, October 11th and October 18th, is Dick Larson. It's an excellent introductory um, uh, some uh, two introductory programs. So you can find links to that on our Facebook page, Share on the Air Radio North America. And I want to jump right into the show today because we have a topic which is near and dear to my heart. I think it's very pertinent to our time. Uh, it helps us to understand the purpose of Maitreya's emergence and the work of the Masters of Wisdom, and uh, understand in, in some way our relationship to them, their relationship to us. And the topic we're covering is the overcoming of fear, a necessity to help transform humanity. And joining me today is Ron Liggett. He uh, has been the co-director of the largest metaphysical center in the U.S. during the 1970s. And out of his experience as a teacher, as a minister, and as a student of the Ageless Wisdom teachings, he offers insights in his talks, uh, in his presentations, on the healing power of sharing and cooperation in preparation for the full emergence of Maitreya and the Masters of Wisdom. Ron, welcome to Share on the Air Radio. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And... You have just finished giving a talk at uh, at the Body Mind Spirit Expo in Salt Lake City. How was that experience? That was great. We try to give talks at all the expos and fairs that we go to if it's uh, if it's doable and uh, always valuable. We we get deep conversations with people. Uh, some of them sign up for transmission meditation later on. And we always learn because there's always feedback about what people are experiencing, what they're feeling, what their needs are, and what they want in the future. And we'll talk about transmission meditation later in the show. But I think it's very interesting to know, you know, what what are people uh, curious about and interested in in regards to um, uh, the information on the Masters of Wisdom? Well, it's, it's funny because at this talk just recently, a few minutes ago, there were teenagers and there were white-haired people, uh, any age in between, and there were religious people. I mean, we are in Utah, and there was non-religious people. And the main the concerns were always about the future and a kind of general depression about the state of the world, which I think we can understand. Some were very sensitive to the new energies, and some feel that they were totally blocked off. But everyone wants to know what the what this means for them. It's usually about how this can help them in some way and alleviate fears and give them a positive view of a future that could be theirs. In other words, practical things also besides meditation that will that will help them get through this and understand it and have a context for their lives and for the world and for the events going on around them. It, it's a, I cannot totally understand wanting to know, uh, you know, like practical tools. What can I implement to, to, to get through the day? Uh, what kind of meditation techniques? Uh, what kind of affirmations can I say? And what I have learned is that meditation helps uh uh, affirmations help; those things are great, and ultimately, 
understanding the world a little differently, sometimes just a shift in context of understanding can help me personally understand things in a completely new, very hopeful way. So that's my objective is to present a a new context, a different way of seeing the world uh, with this show. So I'm glad you're here to to help me with that, Ron. Can you uh, give us a little bit more about your background? You're based in Denver, Colorado, and, um, you know, you, you make the effort to drive to Salt Lake City. Certainly, uh, you're dedicated to educating and, and enlightening people. Give a little bit more about your background and, and how you uh, got involved in me- metaphysical endeavors. Well, Salita, I have been very blessed in my life with many spiritual experiences and interplaying contacts, and also just on the outer world, having a large center in San Francisco, California, at the height of the 70s. Uh, every yogi, swami, toku, lama that was traveling came through, the shamans. We had three different astrology schools. We flew in mediums from England with their trumpets. Uh, it was just an incredible time of people feeling a new energy, like today, but but not quite as much today as maybe a hundred or a thousand times more powerful, but people felt it then and they were wanted to transform their lives. And so we had artists, visionary artists, an art gallery, and just, it was a great place for people to come and explore and learn and open up. And as you know, every, everyone didn't open up the same way or in the same amount of safety, but it was a time of exploration and learning and you know we're back in this again. It's kind of funny how it feels very similar to what it was then. And also the beauty of being there was to catch the wave of all the new publishers that were bringing in new books, new authors, new ideas, and reprinting some of the old ones. So this was my introduction to Blavatsky, Madame Blavatsky, uh, to Alice Bailey works, to Helena Rorick and her Agni Yoga series, to her husband's artwork, which is very visionary. And all those authors that you just mentioned, Helena Blavatsky, Alice A. Bailey, Helena Rorick, they're all part of the lineage uh, that uh, Benjamin Krem continues through his uh, publication. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So those, those were the energies and the theosophical groups going on uh, that were kind of, everybody was, was feeling and working with. And again, like I said, every all the gurus and yogis and various types of teachers from East and West were were in their heyday, really awakening people for, for a lot of times for the first time, because some people, even back in the 50s, had gone to monasteries and ashrams and started their spiritual journey there. But for most Westerners, they got it through the metaphysical centers and then eventually through the popular media and word of mouth and just people talking about the benefits of, of the knowledge and also the practices. When I started, you couldn't really talk about yoga or meditation very easily without people being afraid. They were literally afraid of just those simple things, let alone karma and reincarnation, and we can see how far we've gotten. So clearly uh, your work has um, it, it was a catalyst for many 
thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people to have their uh, awareness expanded in a, a new and different direction. That's uh, quite a form of service. What are so so? Uh, tell us what you're doing today, um, and uh, is your work uh, focused solely on the on sharing the information of the reappearance? We're going to come back after the break. Uh, to talk more with Ron Liggett on overcoming a fear, a necessity to help transform humanity. We'll be right back. Your conscious connection to a more mindful world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Spiritual, metaphysical, green living, psychic, alternative healing, life coaching. Do any of these or similar terms apply to your business or cause? If so, you are in a niche market with a very specific audience. ConsciousGate PR is the world's leading conscious public relations agency. With a global reach of over 4 million and growing, we offer comprehensive media campaigns to our targeted market. Learn more at ConsciousGatePR.com. Conscious Marketing for Conscious Minds. Join Vibe Nation radio host, international psychic medium, Carrie Turcott, as she guides her listeners to rediscover themselves by accessing the keys of knowledge that already exist within. Each week's show is divinely orchestrated to intertwine with the universal energies, allowing the listeners to go deeper within. At the end of each show, Carrie will tap into the energies of the listeners and give a message from spirit about the upcoming week. If you really want to get to know who you truly are, join Carrie each Monday at 3 p.m. on Vibe Nation Radio. Maitreya's Mission, the book by Benjamin Krim, is a riveting exploration of life ahead. It reveals how the world teacher, Maitreya, and other ancient guardians of the human race are emerging now and are showing us how to release our divine potential. Investigate for yourself at shareontheairradio.org. That's shareontheairradio.org. Shareontheairradio.org. Hey, everybody. Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in our country who struggle with hunger. 
That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. And we're back on Share on the Air Radio with Ron Liggett, who is right now at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo in Salt Lake City. Ron, talk about, um, uh, before the break, I was asking you, you know, what you're doing now. Have you, you in the 70s, you're, uh, you have this whole platform to introduce many different strands of thinking and approaches um, to the public uh, what are you doing today? Are you more focused today? Mm. Are you focused particularly on the emergence of Maitreya? Or are you integrating that into uh, a whole platform of teachings? Well, partly the platform of teachings, but when I was young, uh, before the Metaphysical Center, I was very angry. And so I would go to colleges and high schools and talk about the war in Vietnam and just the general issues of that time, the, the injustices going on. And now at this next cycle, after having all these experiences in the books and the people and the contacts, the anger is kind of mellowed into more of a compassion for our common plight, for our situation as humans on this fairly dark planet, trying to get our act together, trying to make things work. And because I have met these teachers in and out of the body with that have so much love have great senses of humor and wisdom and guidance that you can feel on every level it would be kind of in selfish for me just not to share it and just to again just say well it it's possible it's here see what you think tune in see what you can feel uh, i have certainly called on their help when i used to get in trouble with all kinds of weird occult stuff. So, and they have been a physical presence many times. So I admit it's easier for me perhaps to tell the story, but I think on some level we, we share it. We understand on some level we're all there, we're all doing this, we're all equal in this process. So uh, I'm doing that and some other counseling, but it's this is really, there's only one message here. And again, it's this positive change that's coming and this beautiful loving energy through the Christ through Maitreya, through whatever terms, uh, but it's vibrational. It's, it's Pisces to Aquarius, and it's a, a moment in, unique in our history that we can really participate and not just uh, be told about it or told to believe it. I appreciate you saying that. Uh, on on this show, uh, so many of my guests, we, we, we talk about that aspect, that this is not an event that is just going to happen, ta-da, and then the world will be transformed, that it really is uh, an interactive process, so to speak, uh, that uh, our relationship with the masters of wisdom and their relationship to us, it's, 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 uh, it's very interpersonal. They are not off in some distant future. They are emerging now into the modern world and are making their insights available to ordinary people, to world leaders. Maitreya has appeared to world leaders. Um, so many of, um, if you if you read the Share International magazine, 
ordinary people write in about very uh, unique, remarkable experiences with very loving, friendly strangers who offer advice. And um, as it turns out, they're having an encounter with one of the Masters of Wisdom. And uh, that's been published in Share International Magazine for as long as I've been paying attention to this story, which is uh, getting on to 30 years, not to date myself. But yes, this is something that uh, everyone can participate in, no matter if, 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 if one has a love for humanity. Um, one can participate at whatever level one is at in transforming the planet. And we have access to tremendous insights and um, extraordinary energy to help us. Um, so let's, let's focus on this idea of fear, Ron. Um, you mentioned that you are involved in counseling um, we we've talked on how talked about how people are looking for tools in life. Um, how do you approach the idea? Sometimes you know, sometimes we're afraid to admit, admit we're afraid, and one of the easiest ways to express our fear, uh, I think, and you mentioned this uh, about your experience, is is to be angry. <laughs> and um, I'm an activist. A very involved activist here in Seattle, and I get angry. Um, talk, talk about fear, and how can we begin to recognize it, acknowledge it, and um, see where it, over pretty much you know can we really overcome fear? Um, how can we start to understand fear? Well, maybe in simple terms, we can see it in like either expansion or contraction. And in contraction, in any aspect of our lives where we're contracting, uh, we are then susceptible to the fearful thoughts. And as we expand, and this means every way, it means emotionally and spiritually and mentally, we see a larger context, we see a greater picture. And so what we're slowly moving from because fear is also about the personal, and spiritual practices create a sense of the impersonal. And so this journey from the ego into fear and from me and mine and loss and fear of change, eventually, as our hearts open, we start to see the other as ourselves, the I and the thou. We become more aware, more conscious, and then, of course, if we act on it, we're more loving, we're more giving, we're more sharing, we're more understanding. Um, you know, Benjamin Cram talks wonderfully about fear and about how we, our minds are conditioned. And the conditioning itself creates a climate of fear. Why? Because each of those conditioning thoughts is like a thing. It's like an object that gets gunked up in our auras and it blocks the light, blocks the flow. So as we untangle these little dark knots and as we open ourselves to maybe even a recondition, you mentioned like affirmations, how we have to recondition ourselves to a more positive, a more open, more expansive, more loving mind, and the Buddhists are very good at this kind of training also, then the fear just dissolves of itself, or at least we can look at it in a detached manner and decide, is this is this what I want? Do I want to be fearful or can I let it go? 
And that's, these are the choices that people are experiencing and feeling. And I think even on a planetary level, we're, we're dealing with these old forms of fear and war and so on, which we're healing as a group as we all learn to expand ourselves and move forward. I love how you say healing as a group because it seems to me, and we do talk about this in the age of Aquarius, the the powerful energies that are flooding the world at this time are coming through groups, not individuals. And we see examples of the effect of um, group endeavor, group effort, when people come together as a group, there's more power than uh, one individual trying to accomplish something. And um, in my mind, that's the first step uh, to overcome fear is to get connected with other people, get connected with a group, uh, get out of isolation. Sometimes Fear can be uh, a vicious cycle. When I'm feeling fearful, I don't want to leave the house. I just want to stay home, crawl into bed, pull the covers over my head. And uh, that's um, kind of perilous there because then I'm stuck with my own thoughts. (laughs) And and sometimes those thoughts just want to uh, uh, spiral into even more fear and more fear and more fear. So, in my mind, the, the first thing to do is to connect with other people. I mean, even something as simple as uh, volunteering at the food kitchen, that's, that's mm-hmm. a powerful way to get out of the ego focus and to feel like one is making a difference and to connect with other people. Um, you, you use the term impersonal and... Um, We're going to talk more about transmission meditation, but I've also found that that's extremely helpful. In uh, my interpretation of impersonal is that something that originally seemed scary and fearful and anxiety-producing, one day I look at it and it doesn't affect me. Just miraculously, that doesn't scare me. I have a feeling of it's going to be okay. Um... I'm taken care of. It's it's like a feeling that comes out of nowhere. And I would say I attribute that uh to to being uh to having a meditation practice. Um uh, what's your experience around uh uh meditation? It's it's how it's helped you, how you've seen it help other people. Well, they've always said that, you know, the royal road to spirituality has got the two pillars you go through, and one side is meditation, and the other is service to others. And they're they're just kind of different polarities of the same thing. And so, you're right, meditation practice of any kind, and there's so many traditions, and there's so many limbs of yoga, and so many ways of approaching spirituality, that any type of especially consistent meditation has a great effect of loosening our attachment to our own thoughts and fears and, and to allow that, you know, they teach transpersonal and beyond personal and inclusive of others and how every thought we have affects other people and affects the world. And as we learn that 
through meditation, through controlling our minds, the fear naturally goes, like you were saying. And that in the service, and I also was recommending the exact same things you were talking about with, with you know, volunteering and so forth. All of these things create the sense, bring in or allow to bring in that impersonal feeling. Um, and some schools actually make you see yourself in the third person just to get that experience and that habit of looking at yourself from the outside, you know, looking at yourself as the little self that you're kind of guiding and helping and being a parent to, but it's, it's the little you, it's not the big you, it's not the real you. Do you mean to say observing yourself, uh, seeing yourself as an observer? Correct. Correct. They talk about this as the witness consciousness sometimes also. So uh, we will continue. Wonderful. We'll continue our conversation with Ron Liggett on the overcoming of fear and necessity to help transform humanity. Visit us at shareontheairradio.org. We'll be back. Free your mind. Expand your soul. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. There is no death, only a change of worlds. Chief Seattle. Deborah Livingston is an award-winning intuitive psychic medium whose international services include mediumship, spiritual assessment, animal communication, and spiritual mentoring. She is a published author and a trained shaman. Deborah provides evidential messages from spirit and departed loved ones. Learn more at devlivemedium.com. That's D-E-B-L-I-V medium.com. Have you bought into the idea that you have to work hard for your money, that business is hard? I will share some dynamic access consciousness tools to get you out of your own way so you can create a business that actually succeeds. Join me, Simone Millicers, on the Joy of Business at 4 p.m. Monday. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you know that Share International Radio is more than just a podcast? If you're hungry for thought-provoking views behind the news, there may be a Share International event happening soon near you, providing a spiritual perspective you'll find nowhere else. To locate an event in your area, visit shareontheairradio.org. That's shareontheairradio.org. Shareontheairradio.org. My name is Dale Pazinski, and this is how I live United. I volunteer with United Way, helping the homeless in my community by teaching computer skills and helping them build a basic resume to save on their very own USB drive. It's huge when somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. My name is Dale Pazinski. 
I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Please visit our archives uh, on Share on the Air Radio. We have so many shows. We've got nearly four dozen shows uh, coming up next Sunday live, my co-host Diana Gold Holland returns with Gerard Artson. Gerard Artson was with us a year ago. He has published a number of books uh, uh, about uh, our space brothers from Venus and Mars. He's published the book. The Space Brothers Case for Freedom and Justice. That's a show from December 13th where I interviewed Gerard Artson. He has another book out now. It's actually a free download. So I encourage you to tune in next Sunday. That would be, oh, let's do the math. It's uh, October 30th, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern with Diana Goldholland interviewing Gerard Artson. He ha- he compiles the most compelling evidence of interaction between the Space Brothers and Earth humanity. We're not just talking about fuzzy cigar-shaped blobs in the sky. We're talking about actual interactions. We're talking about documentation that is actually online. There's nothing hidden. You just have to know where to find it. And he pulls it all together in his publication. So that will be a great show. Uh, today we're with Ron Liggett, who has had an extensive uh, career in teaching and guiding people um, uh, through the journey of uh, spiritual exploration. And we're talking about the overcoming of fear. I wanted to ask you, Ron, what are some what are some of the teachings of Maitreya that would uh, help us shift our thinking away from fear-based thinking into hope-based thinking? Well, I think we've established that really fear is in the mind. Animals don't necessarily think about and anticipate fear, but humans do. We create these images, fearful images. We scare ourselves even though nothing may be happening. So we realize it's in the mind. So that's why meditation is such a powerful healer for the mind. And we also need a new, really, I think, a new spiritual psychology to really revamp the way we educate ourselves, the way we think, the way we approach psychological issues. And in the meditative state, uh, we learn how to relax. We learn how to relax our current experience, our current thoughts. And once that relaxation happens, we're able to experience ourselves as souls, which we probably will talk about later when we talk about the Day of Declaration. But I just wanted to bring that up. That experience of yourself as a soul is so profoundly healing. It wipes away 30 years of psychotherapy right there. I mean, you don't need it. You're, you're already there. <laughs> But as far as the teachings of Maitreya, now he stresses, and I'm sure will stress, 
the honesty of mind, which again is that clarity of mind and what is real for me, what is unreal, what is, what am I really thinking, what am I really feeling? That he also mentioned sincerity of spirit, and detachment. Those are the three: honesty of mind, sincerity of spirit, and detachment. You could also look at this as simply as saying alignment, that your mind is aligned with your energetic body, with your feelings. So what you're thinking is what you're feeling. And you're one powerful, focused, self-aware being because of this alignment. And the soul can go through because the mind is not fantasizing with illusions and glamours and blocks and fears. It's, it's, it's honest. It's, it's trusting. It's it's, pure, it's, yeah. it's it's where where the 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 reason that we're here is to express our individuality through the qualities of the soul. Is what I hear you saying. But uh, it, it it is the are the qualities of divinity. What are the qualities of divinity? Well, sharing is a divine quality. Maitreya teaches us about sharing. Cooperation is a divine quality. Love is a divine quality. Thinking about what what about the others? That's a divine quality as, as opposed to let me get my own and let me make sure I don't lose anything of my thing, uh, irrespective of others. We think about our well-being being based on the experience of others. And uh, that's a, a spiritual quality. Um, fear, I, 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 I'd like to also point out that fear is inherent to our, you spoke of conditioning earlier. Another way to say that is that our day-to-day lives are set up so that we respond out of fear. Um, uh the the economic and political systems are based on greed and competition not sharing and cooperation so we are constantly worrying and in fear of will i lose my job will i lose my house i mean those are real fears the impact of losing one's job and losing one's home or falling ill uh those are very real uh, concerns um, it can have an extraordinary impact on an individual and an, on an entire family and entire generations. Um, and and also the openness to be, being able to express divinity can distance us from that anxiety so that I think you use the word trust. We do begin to trust that we are taken care of and that we can make the choices that will support us and that we have help of an extraordinary kind. I want to share a story that was uh, shared with me. A a friend of mine is going through a divorce and um, it, uh, I don't think even, even in uh, amicable uh, uh, divorces, I think it's still hard. Um, uh, But she said to me that, Despite all the stress that she's going through, there's just this still, quiet center of serenity and joy that she's experiencing that she does not understand. (laughs) Um, Have you, 
have in your experience have you um uh, have you heard people uh, relate things like that how how would you describe why that's happening for someone going through a lot of stress well i believe it's some form of connection to their soul or a past life past life awarenesses that were very very advanced and are still there in the subconscious and on some sense also in the ability to stay open because it, it's like we said, the fear and the contraction that, that does us the most grief and damage. So apparently she's staying open enough to let whatever new energies or old energies are available to help her to come through. And I've noticed this with myself, my family, we've been through a lot of things and keeping that connection, the alignment, I mean, it still happens, you still feel it. But it allows, again, that third thing on the left, that detachment, whereas it's not a coldness. It's simply a looking at it with compassion, stepping back, looking at the compassion is maybe it's necessary. Maybe it's karmic. It will end. Everything ends. And for now, I need to go through it. So I might as well be here with it, be present. I might as well feel joy instead of just agony and regret. It's a choice, too. And fear, yes, fear is a choice. It, it 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 takes choice to experience fear, and fear is often uh, worrying about re- regretting the past or worrying about the future. Fear is never in the present moment. <laughs> Correct. So, it, it, not that being in the present moment is always easy, um, but in my experience, it's sort of like you know when you. You go to see a scary movie that you've seen before, <laughs> so you know what the outcome is. It's not so scary because you know what's going to happen next. That's that's what I find in my experience when I, um, uh, I, I I'm faced by a very challenging situation or worries and concerns. I can I can see it. It's like watching it on a screen, but like it's like, hey, it's going to be okay. Um, and and one of the things I like to stress about the story of the emergence of Maitreya and the Masters of Wisdom is that humanity has never, ever, ever been alone. Um, and and no one is ever, ever, ever alone. Uh, we always have help. Uh, Benjamin Krem describes uh, guardian angels as always being present. Um, always being of service, uh, always being uh, 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 protective, um, and, and even when um, even when we might find uh, that we're in a situation that uh, we wish we had more protection, there's always a situation where it could have been worse. Um, so, yes. so that's something I like to 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 get across in terms of overcoming fear. But the second part of our title is about the necessity of overcoming fear to help transform humanity. Why why is it that we need to overcome fear in order to help transform humanity? What would you think it what, what would you think Well, to me, it's, it's a couple of things. One is, as you mentioned earlier, the fear tends to freeze us up. And, you know, we lock ourselves in the room. We just, we don't want to go out. We don't want to deal with anything. We just pull back. And we need to do the opposite now at, at this time in world history. And 
even in the class today, people were talking about they felt this need to reconnect with family and, mm. you know, people they hadn't talked to, they hadn't communicated with. They felt the real, the importance of that just on the family level to keep lines of communication open. And I've worked so many years with very good mediums and psychics and energy workers and teachers of all kinds. And that theme, again, is so critical to overcoming fear because the medium gives you a message of your loved one. You, it starts to resolve the guilt and fear and doubt. may not take it away completely, but it, it helps. So, and just on that mediumship level, then let alone the crop circles and the UFOs and many people have experienced those. I've seen them in the skies over California. I mean, so if they're there, if our loved ones are there, if our spiritual guides and many people see them and they've had connection with their spiritual guides their whole lives, especially children, then how, why do we go back into fear when we realize, my God, there's this beautiful, loving, greater community all around us with hands out, with smiles, with loving thought, ready to just lift us up and, and support us. I mean, it's, it's just beautiful if we can open to that and feel it or at least, at least leave the possibility open. Wonderful. And, and we will. Fear goes away. Fear goes away. <laughs> we'll be right back. I like, I like all right. <laughs> to talk more about transmission meditation as a form of service, and uh, we'll talk more on overcoming a fear on Share on the Air Radio. Free your mind, expand your soul. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Hi, I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance. Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Every night, when the skies are clear, a remarkable event can be witnessed. A UFO the size of five football fields is moving through the skies just like a star. It pulses, it blinks, it changes color. This spacecraft appeared before as the Star of Bethlehem. Find out what it all means. Visit ShareOnTheAirRadio.org. That's shareontheairradio.org. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh, my. I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its Pre-Diabetes Awareness Partners. 
We're having a great conversation with Ron Liggett on Share on the Air Radio. And I'm Cielito Pasquale here in Seattle. Ron is based in Denver, Colorado at the moment in Salt Lake City, Utah. And um, I want to just mention this quickly. Ron, you mentioned UFOs and crop circles. For those of you interested in that particular phenomena, it definitely has bearing on this very unique story of the emergence of Maitreya and the Masters of Wisdom. And you can go to share-international.org to read more about the Miracle Star. As we heard in the break, the Miracle Star appeared over Bethlehem at the, the time of the birth of Jesus. And if you explore that story as presented on Share International uh, at the website, you will see that um, uh, the esoteric explanation of that miracle star is that it was a spaceship from another planet. Um, we have we won't get into that topic now, but uh, I know uh, it is a topic of interest of for so many people. I have friends coming to me and saying they saw something they didn't quite understand uh, with glowing, flashing lights in the sky. <laughs> and do I think it was a UFO? And uh, oftentimes I tell them, well, you can have telepathic rapport. You can think a thought. You can ask the Space Brothers, uh, go left or go right if you are a an actual Space Brother, and they, will, they may respond, and uh, they may zigzag in the sky to let you know that they're here, um, to, to let you know that they're helping. They're helping to clean the environment, particularly to neutralize nuclear toxins that we cannot even measure. That's a side <laughs> side note, but I just wanted to bring that up since we heard that at the break. And also, the topic of overcoming of fear. There's a whole chapter in Maitreya's Mission 2. Um, Benjamin Krem has published Maitreya's Mission, Maitreya Mission 2, Maitreya's Mission Volume 3. There's three books. They are available online um, uh, and available uh, to read on your uh, mobile device. So you can find that at share-international.org. Look under uh, the tab uh, that says books. So let's talk about, in our final segment, Ron, um, let's talk specifically about the powerful practice of transmission meditation. How long have you been involved in transmission meditation? Uh, at this point, about 16 years. Oh, that's a very long time. And what, 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 uh, what did you find compelling about it when you first experienced transmission meditation? Well, one, that it was a group meditation and two, that the energies were very palpable, and three, that the people who had been doing it a while all kept coming back and seemed to get a lot out of it, and there was a, a lightness, and uh, I was very drawn to it. Did you experience uh, any particular noticeable change in your being 
from practicing transmission meditation? Well, I I think really it is more than anything just helped me focus more on not just this work, but just in general being a better person and being more useful in the world. It just seems to create that kind of energy, uh, at least in me, and I, so I've appreciated it very much. And for our listeners, if they visit transmissionmeditation.org, you can uh, send your information. You can look to see if there is a transmission meditation group that meets near you. And uh, if you have two friends interested in practicing a very potent uh, meditation that is of service to the world, then you can all get together at an agreed-upon time and start your own group. So you'll find all the information on doing that at transmissionmeditation.org. What what happens in transmission meditation? You you mean the actual actual practice of it? What, What happens? You sit down. You're you're typically in someone's home or someone's apartment. Yeah, exactly. We're all sitting around the living room on couches and chairs, and we've all agreed to meet at a certain time and a certain day for a certain length of time. Um, In Wheat Ridge, where I go to meditate, we do it twice a week just for an hour. And some people come once and never return, and some people come and they, they never stop coming. And we sit and we do the great, we say, the great invocation, which, again, you can find online. And then we sometimes will play a message from Maitreya, which we've been blessed by 140 very direct messages to people that sometimes we like to listen to, sometimes not. Those audios, I'll mention that those audios can be found at share-international.org messages from my train. Yes, they're very, very nice. And and then again, it's simple because and many of the people come are not really meditators and they they don't have a lot of background in that. But this is easy because you sit, you focus on the third eye area and let the energies of the masters, these higher beings, our elder brothers, our friends from before, to work, just go through us, to go through our chakras, which is then creates the type of laya yoga, the energy of the chakras, the expansion of the chakras, the speeding up of the chakras, which means our own personal physical evolution is speeded up. And also, while that's speeded up, the energies flow through us individually, and especially, though, as a group in that triangle or larger formation, to then go out and the masters use for whatever they use them for, for hopefully for helping the world. So it's it's the karma yoga of that. It's the laya yoga. It's it's a combination of things, and it, especially though it's you can feel. I feel the Aquarian energies, the group energies, the energies of synthesis, the energies of brotherhood. It just it's a very good feeling too, because I believe a lot of this is the Aquarian energies, which people are becoming more and more sensitive to. I guess and I and responding the- to yes. Yes, exactly. And, and re- because they have no choice. I mean, you, you feel these energies and that's the word responding to because we're responsible. We're responding beings. That's who we are. We're not dead. We respond. So 
when these new energies come, we need ways of finding expression for this. And one of them, obviously, is meditation, transmission meditation, or others. And the other is service, which we also talked about. And transmission meditation in itself is a service because we're making our chakras available, specifically the heart, the throat, and the Ajna center chakras available to the masters of wisdom. They literally uh, direct energies through the group. And the way in which they know that a group is meeting is through the uh, pronouncement of the great invocation. You mentioned that earlier. And uh, that the great invocation is uh, the English translation, and there's French translation and German translation, I'm sure, um, in, into many different languages. It's a invocation that actually uh, very few people know, know this, but if you look online, um, Eleanor Roosevelt, there's a recording of Eleanor Roosevelt saying the great invocation. It's it's rather surprising, but uh, it's a simple invocation to let the know let the masters know that a group is assembled. The masters direct cosmic and planetary energies, as you described, through the chakras of the group. Those energies, as they pass through the chakras, are stepped down so that they can be used by humanity. Um, so it's a tremendous form of service, and. Um, I certainly had no experience whatsoever in meditation when I started. And my first experience of transmission meditation, I sat for two hours and it flew by. Um, here in Seattle, my group sits for two hours, uh, and which I find remarkable every time we <laughs> meet. Um, but uh, uh, it's a, it, every group is different. And... Um, if one can do one hour or two hours consistently per week, apparently uh, that consistency over a, a year's period of time, you know, over 12 months, you'll have done more for the advancement of your soul than if you were to meditate alone for 15, 30 years, according to Mr. Benjamin Kremp. So, um, how many people meet in your group in Wheatbridge, Ron? It varies. Um, the lowest we've had, of course, is three because it, you need at least three. And we've had a dozen. We average around seven or eight. And there's groups all along in my area. It's called the Front Range, the Denver Front Range area. So, there's groups in different cities up and down so people don't have to drive quite so far. Well, thank you for joining us. We're at the close of the show. Uh, we hope our audience has heard things that will help them understand why the overcoming of fear is so important now to help the transformation of humanity. Join us next week where we have our guest Gerard Artson talking about the work of the Space Brothers with Earth Humanity. Uh, hosted by Diana Gold-Holland. Thank you for listening. Ron, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. No, thank you. I appreciate being here. We'd love to have you back another time. And join us again, Share on the Air Radio, North America. 